Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, uh, we're super excited to be joined here by Davis Bradshaw, a player in the Marlins organization. Davis, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going, guys. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. Doing well, doing well. How was your off day? I mean, you, you just mentioned that it was you're glad to be off because now, now they have the six days, one day off. Um, how was your off day been, man? Oh, man, it's been good. A couple of guys, we went to go get something to eat. It's just a nice day just to relax and hang out with the boys for a little bit and get away from the game. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Don't do any golfing on the off days? Yeah, we do a little bit of golf. A little bit of golf? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, how how good are you at golfing? Because I I've uh, I've talked to guys in the Marlins organization. I, like I said before, like I'm I'm a big Beloit guy. Like I've had a ton of guys from that organization on the pod, uh, and they always try to get me to go out golfing with them. And I I'm bad at it, so I don't even like try to pretend like I'm good and whatnot. But uh, how good's your golf game? Uh, I mean, I'm all right. Uh, some some of these guys they can outplay me pretty well, but I mean, I can hold my own. I'm probably uh, I'm probably mid 80 shooter, which yeah. is really good in some cases. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but most of the, most of the guys on the team, man, they they are really good, and uh, I just go for the laughs and everything like that for the memories. So yeah. it's all right. I could be better if I wanted to <laughs> practice a little bit more. Who's the Who's the best guy in the team? The best golfer? Uh, I, if I had to say, it'd probably be Matt Given. Okay. Very cool. That pretty good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm more like the glue guy. Like I'll be there cracking a couple of jokes, maybe uh, passing out some drinks or something, uh, keeping it loose. Yeah. But uh, that's about it. That's about it. I'm not the one you're going to rely on to to carry the team there <laughs> by any means. Um, well, hey, like we've been trying to get you on. I've been talking. I think a year ago, I fi- I reached <laughs> reach out to you, and uh, now it's uh, wow. finally finally get glad to get you on. Last week, uh, a little scheduling issue, but no big deal. Um, for those who don't know who you are, uh, Davis, kind of give us a quick introduction. Us uh, ever started playing since I was three, uh, taking it serious. I probably took it serious, God, probably when I was five, man. Honestly, I mean, I my dad has arm problems to this day just because I go out there and be like, hey, "You got to throw me the ball. We got to we got to get my arm yeah. strength back, everything like that." Uh, and then honestly, I didn't really think. I could do anything past high school until mm-hmm. maybe my sophomore year of high school. Okay. And I had a couple of people reach out and they were like, Hey, you have the opportunity. Like probably, probably go play college ball. Pro wasn't even in my mind. Yet. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> man, it just, it kind of blossomed ever since, uh, 2016, my junior year going into my senior year. And I was like, man, I could, I could really do this. And then, so it, it just kind of took off after that. When did you uh, start your recruiting process? Cause nowadays, like kids are getting, they can recruit it out of like as a freshman or like heading in, into the freshman year and stuff like that. Um, when, when did you start the college visits? Were there any colleges that you visited and stuff? Yeah, there was a few colleges I visited. I see mainly D one. I didn't get mm-hmm. offered. I was like, a I was a late bloomer in high school, man. I wasn't really good until my junior going into senior year. So a bunch of JUCOs offered me and everything like that. Uh, I've been on to a bunch of visits in JUCO back in Mississippi. Uh, but D one, wasn't a whole lot. I mean, it was southeastern Louisiana was one of them. They were big on me. Uh, just one of those small, smaller D1s. But growing up in Mississippi, I was always a Mississippi State fan, so I was hoping I'd get a call yeah. someday for them. Interesting, the route I took in the JUCO way, man. There was a lot of ballers in JUCO and made a bunch of friends and still talk to them, hang out with them, even in the off offseason. Uh, and JUCO route, it, it's different. People sleep <laughs> on JUCO, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Down here in Florida, JUCO is crazy. Yeah. JUCO is crazy. Oh, Florida, Florida JUCOs are like, they're better than some D1 programs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I knew a guy who left the D1 to go JUCO because he didn't want to wait three years to get drafted. <laughs> that's right. He that's was right. like, why, why wait? Too. Yeah. yeah, for real. That's, 
That's the good thing about JUCO. You ain't got to be 21 or junior. You can get drafted yep. either years. Um, so you talk about um, going to JUCO and stuff, but you did get drafted out of out of high school by by my Brewers. Actually, I was kind of bummed. I mean, you you could have been. You're like the one who got away, Bradshaw. You're the one who got away potentially. Um, what what was that? What went into what went into that decision to um, obviously you got drafted, but you went to college instead. Um, what went into that decision, and how hard was it for you to say no to going pro right away and, and like, just skipping out on college? That was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because out of high school, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, just people knew, like, people knew I hated school. <laughs> so they knew I was probably going to, going to play pro yeah. ball or whatever. And then when I got the call, I was like, dang, man, that's, that's really good. But in my mind, I'm like, I think I'm better than a 35th round pick or whatever I was back then. Yeah. I said, I think I can go to JUCO, play one or two years, possibly even after that, go to a D1, get better. And uh, man, I just took – me and my family talked a lot and, you know, I prayed a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took the took the college route and it actually paid off. And Because some people, it don't pay off. You take the college yeah, route and – it's true. And, and then it goes and, you, yeah, you don't get drafted or you get hurt. You know, there's some unfortunate – yeah, and uh, but luckily I was I was very fortunate, and everything planned out to be how it is now. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Did anything with obviously? I'm sure JUCO prepared you for this grind you're about to endure in the minors. What is like the big takeaway from JUCO that you've translated over to the minors? Man, honestly, <laughs> it had to be the mentality, man. Because yeah. in high school, high school it was nothing. Like you showed yeah. up. I hate saying this because I I just hate being that guy, but being one of the better ones in high school, you go to a JUCO who now everybody is either better or the same as you. And then, so now that just made me work 10 times harder and it brought that mentality over to the minor leagues. So now the famous quote, you may have more talent, but you're not going to, you know, whatever, whatever that quote is. And that's been my mentality ever since I got into pro ball. Like you may be more talented than me, but you're not going to work as hard as me. And, I still think that's true. I don't think anybody works as hard as I do. Uh, they might get close, but <laughs> I, I, I treat everything like a competition. So it, it's fun because some most of these guys treat it like competition too. Yeah. It's awesome to compete with these guys every day. Because even though they're your teammates, you're still competing for a spot in the major league. So yep. Yeah, no, for sure. And I talked to guys who've been, who went the JUCO route, and I've heard some of the craziest like JUCO stories. And some Arizona uh, JUCO, they would like fight each other after games. Like if they won, they would like pick a team, a teammate, and just like pick them and just to wrestle. Um, do you have any like funny wow. JUCO stories? Man, nothing, <laughs> nothing compared to that. that that's, that's wild. Yeah, uh, dude. Honestly, like we were just my JUCO was probably one of the most friendly JUCOs ever. Like, okay. We all just got along. So I mean, we partied. Obviously, yeah. we were a bunch of teenagers. Sure. Um, but nothing just outrageous yeah. like we didn't do nothing in our off time we we just dude I'm, I'm telling you like the dorms we had were very small and we'd all be in one dorm together yeah and everybody just be in one room it, that's just how good of a family we are i mean it's been since 2018 since i've been in juco and i mm-hmm. still talk to every single one of those guys like uh, but the story wise man it's <laughs> not much there it's just the memories and yeah the talks and all that so, so then you have like a, wow, this is Juco moment when you like were playing or like travel or what, like anything like that at all, like travel story that like, I don't know, a bus broke down. You had to push it two miles to the gas station with the whole team, like something crazy, nothing. 
<laughs> yeah, we well, we actually did have a bus breakdown. It was uh, we were we were on our way to uh to region play and uh facing LSU units, I believe, and one and our bus broke down. It took like an hour and a half of delay time because Jeez. we were supposed to be there. And uh, man, yeah, we had to get a different bus and everything like that. And of course, it's hot in Louisiana, so we're all sweating and everything. And you know, unfortunately for LSU units, we still whooped their butts that day. <laughs> how how good was your JUCO? Man, probably one of the better teams I will ever play or played on. I don't think there was a team I played in Double A last year and we won the championship. Honestly, mm-hmm. I still think our JUCO team can still beat that Double A wow. team. Wow! Like. <laughs> There is nothing but just hitters. Yeah. And I think, I'm telling you, I think the relationship won us a lot more games oh, yeah. than we probably should have. I mean, we hit like 442 as a team. Wow. An average. Jeez. It what, was insane. What was your favorite team to play against? Maybe one, maybe their fans were a little extra cocky and you're like, I just cannot wait to go three for four, a couple, a couple of nukes. Yeah. Jones Community College, man. I'll, I'll say that to this day. I'm so glad <laughs> we swept them. We swept, they come to us and we swept them. There you I, go. That's the happiest I've ever been. Uh, <laughs> I, I swung it pretty well that that day too. And uh, man, we walked. We won the first game by by landslide. In the yeah. second game, it was more of like a like a nut crutching. Like, oh god, we here we go. And then we walked them off on a pass yeah. ball by the catcher because he got too lazy. Wow. Do you have any uh, favorite college memories? Obviously, you talked about that game against them. But like, do you have any college memory where you look back and like like I'm gonna tell my my grandkids about this story that one time when like I I just went off. Yes. Yeah, so the favorite college memory, it would have to be, I, I, I went into kind of like a slump a little bit and I wasn't swinging it very well. Me and like four other of my teammates went to the cage the next day. We had a, we had a home series coming up and uh, man, we were just sitting there and we were just goof off and mm-hmm. we were just taking just stupid hacks. Didn't worry about me- <laughs> mechanics, nothing like that. Just having a great time. Yeah. And, and then the next day, we this this team show up, Mississippi Gulf Coast. This team shows up, and both games, I, I was like seven for eight with like three bombs. Jeez. And I just look at my teammates. I was like, if I'm ever in a slump again, I said that's what we're doing, man, because I just had fun and yeah. I didn't care yeah. about I didn't care about the game. I didn't yeah. care if we won or lose. I was just there to have fun with the boys that I played with. Now, like we were saying before, a lot of people go to JUCO swimming for the fact just they know they're that good. They want to play one year and go. Bryce like, Harper. <laughs> Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. go early like Bryce Harper, Cam Collier, whoever. What's what was like the top arm that you saw in in JUCO? Like, what was the speed that you topped out on? Because there was a guy down here a couple years ago though, and I think he topped out at one hundred and four. Wow, something uh, like that. I think I think the top that we saw was probably like ninety seven. I mean, that's, and it was yeah. it, it was the Jones Junior College, and then yeah. people for like me, I, I went to a small high school, so the top arm I saw was maybe eighty two. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm hit, I'm hitting that thinking like, oh man, I'm I'm great. Yeah, and then I, I go to JUCO and I'm seeing 91, 92, and all of a sudden I see a 97. I'm like, wow, how am I supposed to hit that? Jeez. But we we adapted. And, yeah, uh, seems I like mean, it. now now yeah now we see 95 every day and we're just yeah. like yeah it's whatever. That's a stock writing now. It's 95. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you don't, if you're not, I mean, it depends on where you're from because you're from what Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, throwing mid 80s is probably fast over there compared to like kids in in California or Florida. Or if they're not touching like mid nineties and at a high school, they're like they're not getting draft. They're not getting any major major D one yeah. offers. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, when was that moment for you when, like, you're in, obviously you go from high school, you bet on yourself to go back to college or to go to, go to college. Uh, but when was that moment where you, your if to when moment, where you stopped saying to yourself, you know, if I get drafted, if a team picks me and started th- thinking, like, you know, when I get drafted, when this team picks me, like, this is in my future. Man, you call me crazy. I never thought that. Not once. Jeez, Even okay. still, I, yeah. I just I just figured I'd go the JUCO route, yeah. possibly go play D1, and that's it. Wow. Like, even, even when, like, pro scouts come and talk to me, because nothing's guaranteed. Right. I've, yeah. I've picked that up from my father and my mom who taught me that. You know, nothing's ever guaranteed. You just got to work for what you get. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, if you look back, JUCO, I had a very successful freshman year. And I yeah. was just like, heck, yeah, dude. You know, I can go back my sophomore year, have another successful year, probably go play D1, hopefully sign with Mississippi State. Heck, if I would have signed with Mississippi State, I would have won a ring with Tanner, Tanner Allen, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about that stuff. But, yeah, I never thought, like, oh, yeah, dude, this is very possible. Like, I, because I was told once you get drafted once, the odds of you getting drafted again is darn near slim to none. So I already had it in the back of my head, like it, the, the odds aren't there. So I might as well just go play, have fun and build character and just, you know, enjoy life. So I never had that when I get drafted or, or I'm going to do this. I never had it. How was draft day for you then? Very emotional, <laughs> you know, cause, uh, cause I had my agent and everything. Cause I still had a, an advisor at that time is what they like to call it. Uh, he was contacting me saying, yeah, you might get picked at 10th. You might get picked at 15, blah, blah, blah. Just be ready, be ready. Literally the day of the draft day, I was out swimming with my friends. Missed the, missed the draft call. That when they had drafted me, I missed the call because I was literally swimming with my friends. I didn't care. I was just like, man, it's whatever. It, it happens, it happens. Great. And uh, one of my buddies like comes back and says, hey, man, your phone's ringing off the hook. You need to go answer it. So I answer it and they're like, hey, man. This is uh, whoever it was yeah. with the Miami Marlins. You know, we just drafted you in eleventh round. I was like, "Oh crap, dude! I'm sorry. I'm I'm swimming right now, man. I'm sorry." <laughs> it's kind of a power move, man. You're just like, yeah. I don't I don't need to worry about that. Like, if it happens, it yeah, happens. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was more just the mentality. Like, I'm I'm not gonna get upset if I don't get drafted. Yeah. You know, so whatever. Well, I was gonna ask where you were on draft day and if you did anything, but yes, you were swimming. Yeah, yeah I was swimming, man. Swimming, swimming in Mississippi, dog. It was awesome. <laughs> Was it like at a river or a lake or something or like a house? Yeah, it was a lake, dude. There's a so obviously Mississippi is a small town. Man, people swim in this lake ever since my mom was a kid. She used to tell me stories about how she used to go swimming in this yeah. lake. And so we just kind of made a tradition just to keep going back every year. I still go. Back. I went. To, I went back there this off season. Like it's just awesome. Yeah. So I know earlier we were talking about like the the JUCO travel. Did that, and obviously I hear a lot of things about minor league travel not being the greatest. Did that prepare you for the minor league travel? Like, how can you compare the two? Like, what did it? Pre- is it worse in the minors? I don't know. I mean, some things I've heard it could be worse. Dude, I don't know. I think the minors is the worst. Obviously, I've had oh, more really? bus breakdown. I have more buses breakdown on my minor league travels than any day on the JUCO. Like, it's it's insane. Like uh, last year when I was in Double A, we're on we're on our way to uh, to Tennessee Smokies. We're, we're playing in a regional game. Bus breaks down three and a half hours. The other bus leaves us. So Jeez. We're just stuck there for two hours waiting for another bus. Like it, it's oh crazy God. how many times a bus has broke down on us in minor leagues. It's crazy. Yeah, I we we had Brian Hoeing on uh, last week, and he he's been on before. And he, last time he came on, he, he I was telling him kind of joking, like, dude, 
uh you you were a beloit survivor and like you probably played in the uh the original stadium that has now since been gone i think the city made them get rid of it and upgrade which is beautiful yep. now uh how was it playing and i don't think lane understands exactly how terrible that stadium was but it was probably one of the worst minor league stadiums like ever i would totally agree <laughs> with that man because <laughs> luckily Thank God I never had to actually like play it as in my home field. Yeah. Because in 2019, when I was in Clinton Lumber Kings, we played there and it was a high school field, <laughs> but 10 times worse. Like that's the best yeah. way to describe it. Yeah. I'd be in the outfield and I'm literally stepping on rocks and, and, and it's just doing this. Yep. And I'm like, dude, this is impossible to play right now. Yeah. And uh, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah like, one of the worst stadiums in, in minor league baseball, without a doubt. Yeah, like okay, I've heard well, stories like the locker rooms, like someone's locker was actually in the shower. Like they didn't have a spot. The like shower. they just had like like in the bathroom, like, like stuff was getting yeah. wet and everything. Yeah, it was like a little push-in locker. They they brought That's in a so push-in locker and it was like, hey, man, we, we don't have a spot here, but you're good in the shower, right? <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. All right, so that's the worst. What's the best minor league field you've been to? Because I know there's some cool ones out there because some cities don't have big teams, so they go crazy for their minor league teams. Uh, the best minor, minor league field I've ever played on was Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Dude, yeah. The field is just in a great spot. The fans are showing out every day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I literally just don't think you could get a better atmosphere, or at least I haven't played in one. Like. Yeah. When we were playing in, in the regional and, you know, competing for a championship, it was sold out every day. Mm -hmm. Fans were lining up, watching the bus come in and out. Yeah, like, it was just – it was stupid how crazy it was, man. And I enjoyed every bit of it. That's – yeah, definitely one of my tops. I'm being biased because I, I played there, but <laughs> I ain't too far whatever. from you, man. I have to check it out. Dude, it's awesome. Um, did you ever play with Zach McCambly uh, in the uh, – I think he was in double-A last year. Yeah, I actually played with McCambly in Double A. Uh, unfortunately, he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and that's my boy. He, he's come on before. He was telling me that last year, um, it, when they were traveling in one of the hotels, they were checking all the bed sheets and the and the pillowcases, and there were just like roaches everywhere. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, wow. so I wasn't sure if you were on that trip with them, but like he's he's had some crazy wow. minor league stories too. Yeah, I wasn't on that trip, thank God, because I'd have slept in a different hotel for sure. <laughs> do you have any? What's but the yeah. what's the craziest hotel you've been to? Like, or do you uh, any like motel stories? Yeah, man. Uh, it was in 2019. I cannot. I think it was the Roadway Inn, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Uh, Shout out Roadway. We <laughs> Roadway, man. I can't remember who we were playing, but I just remember like walking in. I'm just like, yeah, this is not it, and. I'm sitting there on FaceTime and me and my roommate are just checking out the bed and I'm talking, there's bed bugs everywhere. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not staying in here. And he was like, well, what are you going to do? I said, and I pulled up my phone. I, I said, well, I just got two, I just got six nights or whatever it was. No, cause we weren't playing six game week. Though. Yeah. So I got three nights at a, like a holiday inn right across sure. the street. And I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not staying here, man. And <laughs> we just stayed at the holiday inn. It, uh, yeah, definitely one of the, Worst motels, hotels, whatever you want to call it, I've ever stayed in. Roadway in. <laughs> Not shouting out the roadway. Yeah, no. in that case, never mind. No shout outs to the roadway, but shout out to Holiday Inn. You know, they come in clutch yeah, sometimes. Holiday, Holiday Inn came in clutch. It really did. Well, while we're on the topic of travels, this is one of my favorite questions to ask, guys. So if you got a road trip coming up, big road trip, whatever it may be, what is some 
you stop at the gas station on the way to wherever you got to go before the travels. What's some gas station essentials you need on a road trip? Oh, man. I'm glad you said that. I got one right here. <laughs> it's actually the Reese's. The Reese's cups. Oh, those are, okay. those are good. Uh, that, that is essential for me. I get one of those and a bottle of uh, Prime. Shout out to yep. Logan Paul and KSI. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my go-to every time. What flavor? It was definitely strawberry. Love strawberry. strawberry. Yeah, love the flavor. Nice. That's crazy. Um, so when you're not playing baseball, we kind of talked about golf and stuff like that. What do you do for fun? Like, um, obviously, Beloit is, a, I guess, is a smaller city compared to, I guess you're from Mississippi, so it's not like you grew up in the big city. But um, what yeah. do you do for fun? Man, I honestly just play video games. I mean, that's nice. what, that, literally right before the call, me and my roommates are uh, grinding out Rocket League, man. It was just... <laughs> just just something like if you don't want to get out of the house, yeah. or something, it's just something to do. You ain't got to sit around bored, nothing like yeah. that. So yeah, playing the video games big for me. So. Yeah. Me and Lane, me and Lane might have to get your. Uh, are you Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, he's, on, it, he's on the right side of things. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm an Xbox guy, but there's crossplay. There's crossplay. Do you play like COD or MLB The Show, Fortnite, anything else? Oh yeah, COD. We just played Fortnite mm-hmm. earlier today. Played PGA The Show. Play everything, man. Oh, yeah. we're def. I'm gonna definitely have to get your gamer tag after this, and we'll have to squat up a couple of times. I'm a lot better I'm at down. that than I am at golf. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down, man. I'm down to play whenever. Man. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. You do any hunting from Mississippi? Oh yeah, man. Big hunting, white tail deer, man. Yeah, Love I figured. It. Yeah. Turkey hunting's okay. Uh, I've been hog hunting before. It's just really tough with hogs. Yeah. Uh, Squirrel hunting. I mean, it's just fine if you have nothing else to do. But yeah, deer hunting is my is my go to. Every every off season, I'll be deer hunting. Dude, I'm from California. I live in Wisconsin now, but I'm from California, and like I, yeah, I've never hunted in my life. <laughs> That's something I got to get into though. Now that I'm in the Midwest and all that, it's yeah. it's different, man. I think you I think you enjoy it. Yeah, I'm not. Lane, are you a hunter? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Uh, I am. I mean, I don't go often. My yeah. stepdad does a lot. They got property up in Tennessee. But actually, kind of near where the Smokies play, up in oh, uh, nice. Knoxville. Up no- yeah, Knoxville area. Yeah. I mean, I know the Smokies. I think are in Sevierville. They're a little bit right outside yeah. of there. But uh, yeah, he goes all the time. We want to go up there more often than hunt, but we just never really do. But yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I want to do it. I want to go duck hunting too. It's something I haven't done, yeah. but I want to. Duck hunting is fun. Obviously, the, you, there's a lot of, like I said, smaller cities that go crazy for minor league ball. Uh, what are some of like the crazier like chirps you've heard from fans? Like I know some people get crazy because I, I played one summer in North Carolina and it got pretty crazy. Yeah, Matt. So it's actually funny you say that because there's some some places that we play that people just love me. And I, I guess because I, I interact with the fans, man. Yeah. I'm not one of those big timers. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'm a like minor that. league baseball player. Yeah. I, if kids wants to sign something, I'll sign something. If you talk to me in between innings or something like that, I'll talk to you. I'm not going to big league. Like, I, I got no reason to. Respect. Um, so, the craziest thing anybody's ever said to me was in 2021, we're playing in Tampa. And there's people in left field, and they're just looking me up, <laughs> looking at all my high school stats and everything like that. Senior year, I hit seven, whatever it was, like 700-something. And then, and, and 21, I was hitting like maybe a, maybe above 300, like barely. And they're like, yeah, man, you, you, you suck this year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just <laughs> like, bro, like you bought a ticket to come watch me yeah. play, and you're saying I suck. And uh, 
but I mean, it was it, nothing's been just just hateful, nothing yeah. like yeah. that. Even if, even if it is, man, I'm, I just shrug it off. I'm just like, dude, you're probably hammered right now, just enjoying <laughs> life. Like, who who cares? So, that, but I try I try Tampa? to make friends. Yeah, you said that was down in Tampa. Yeah, that's not that's oh, about yeah. 45 minutes from me. Oh, it was yeah. probably okay. Lane chirping at you. No, no. I wouldn't doubt it. No. <laughs> he was telling me earlier. He's like, he kind of looks familiar. <laughs> um, speaking of like fan interactions, um, what's the funniest like DM you've gotten from a fan um, or a, like a message from a fan or something they asked you to sign that's just like outrageous? Yeah, man. Uh, I had a dude from South Bend the other day, actually, when we got done traveling. Um uh, because a bunch of people they, they want to go out with ball players like they want us yeah. to come out to a bar or something like yeah that. yeah we we do go out but we don't go out with them if we see them we're yeah. like hey what's up like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, the yeah. or whatever you know and uh so we go out and a dude comes up and is like hey man you're the left fielder for the sky car i said yeah dude and he said oh, i was yelling your name blah 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 he said i got this fake hand what? and brought out a fake hand and said can you sign this for me i was like <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, was there a backstory behind it? I, I tried to ask. He was like, "Bro, I just had it at the game, and he said I just wanted somebody to sign it." He said, "You're the one I want to sign it." I was like, "Bro, that that's the weirdest thing ever." <laughs> I said, "But yeah, man, I'll, I'll sign it for you as long as you just leave me alone." <laughs> that is that's insane. Um, I don't know if they have this in the middle in the Midwest Midwest League. Um, but do you guys have like the K batter at some stadiums? Because like I know. They'll have like a beer batter where like if you strike out like it's like mm-hmm. half off beer for like everybody. Have you ever been that batter? Uh, I was that batter last year somewhere, and I just remember telling myself like I guess nobody's getting half off beer, <laughs> so I, I'm not going to strike out for y'all. And you didn't? Uh, no, I didn't strike out. <laughs> I hate that. striking out. It's one of my least favorite things yeah. to do. I try not, so I try not to do it a lot. That's crazy, uh, especially if you. If you put me as a K batter, yeah, then for sure. I don't, I don't care what I do as long as I put the ball in play. Like, I don't care. <laughs> that's why some type of contact at that point. Have you, have you seen the new Mario movie that just came out? I have not. I've been meaning to watch it, dude. You, you got to watch it. I just watched it uh, like two, three weeks ago. Uh, it's incredible. I'm a huge like Mario guy, um, and I've asked somebody when I was when I was in Beloit or Appleton, I was interviewing somebody there. And I had asked him, like, what's your go-to character when you play Mario? Like, what's your go-to character when you play Mario Kart, either on the, the Switch or whatever it may be? Definitely Luigi. <laughs> okay. Without a doubt. I love Luigi. I don't know why. I guess he's because he's green. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just, just gotta, growing up, I was just always a Luigi guy. Respectable. So I got, a, I got another kind of off-the-wall question. Uh, maybe not working out because people's music tends to change. Uh, let's say you're just going hunting. Like, what do you got on the radio on the way to wherever you're going in the morning? Or oh, without a doubt, truck? old old country. Without a doubt, old country. The 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 pop country I listen to. You know, it's great. Morgan Wallen's great. Luke mm-hmm. Holmes is great. All them guys are great. But when I was growing up, it was nothing but old country. Sure. The George Strait, the yeah. Conway Twitties, the you know Keith Keith Whitley, all all them yeah. type of guys. Uh, so it, it's definitely old country. And then when I start hanging out with like friends or something. Yeah. that are listening to like the new pop or whatever yeah i adapt and i'll just turn it on and be like yeah man it's cool so, so you're not a hardy fan being from mississippi i like hardy i like yeah. hardy you know like being, hardy. being good friends good being good friends with tanner allen he's kind of put me on the hardy train oh so yeah i guess I, that's I, true. I like most yeah i like most of his music i like laney wilson the new pop yeah. star that's coming up yeah you know? yeah i think they're all good so you're close with tanner yeah me and tanner are pretty close we got close to 21 cool. when he got drafted 
he's a good guy. Really good guy. If you could, uh, if you could play against anybody, uh, past, present, um, who would you play against, and uh, why would that be? Uh, I would honestly love to play against Mike Trout. That'd I be really dope. Do. Just That'd because, be dope. Just because, like, growing up, watching him play, mm-hmm. he plays the game the right way. He doesn't do anything social media-wise that, yeah. that, like, he's not a politician, basically, sure. is what I'm saying. You know, he doesn't go out of his way unless somebody asks him. So he, he's kind of, like, a lot like me. He's not going to give you his opinion unless you ask for his opinion. And if you ask for his opinion, you better be able to take it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, just the game itself. There's so many guys out there who claim to be great ball players. My great ball player is, as long as you just do everything the right way, I yeah. considered you a great ball player. And some of these guys, man, like the bat flips, nothing like nothing like that. Like, whatever, you can bat flip. I don't care. But, like, sitting there and just, like, mouthing off the players. Yeah. So, and, no, just stupid stuff. And Mike Trout has never done that. And yeah. I think just watching him, I'm like, man, I've always, I, I want to be like that. Hmm. And I think that's what inspired me the most. I'd love to play against Mike Trout. Yeah. I'd be like a fanboy. Literally. <laughs> Is there playing with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Um, is playing, there a, sorry, go ahead. With, uh, playing with him and Hunter Winfrey, that'd be yeah. awesome. Especially Hunter <laughs> Winfrey being a Mississippi State guy. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, it, it, talking about like being Beloit, um, obviously you, I think you have made it your first year in the minors or second, you made it all the way to triple A. Um, like and now you're back in Beloit, which is fine. You'll be in double A soon. I'm sure. Um, is there anything you've taken away from your time in baseball, uh, when it comes to like the mentality side, because baseball is obviously a game of failure. There's ups, there's downs. Um, but do you have any advice for uh, other players or you know high school kids growing, uh, coming up like on the mental side of baseball? Yeah, man, just don't don't take it too serious. Mm. Like, like you said, it, it's a game of failure. When the game stops being fun, you just need to go ahead and yeah. just be done with it. Uh, but. Because, I mean, you fail seven out of ten times, mm-hmm. you're still a Hall of Famer. Famer. Like, it's insane. So people, like, say, oh, I hit 250 or I hit 260. I'm like, dude, that's still really yeah. good. You have no idea how hard baseball is, and you're being so hard on yourself. And now you're probably going up to your ABs thinking, like, mm-hmm. I got to get a hit. I got to. I'm like, man, screw that. Go up there with a good plan. If you put a good swing on the ball and it doesn't work out your favor, whatever. Tip your cap. You got another AB. Four more you got to worry about, kid. And um, so that's it. You just don't take baseball as serious. Take the working out and the preparation serious, and then just yeah. go out there and play the kids' game like everybody should. What's like a a typical day? Because a lot of guys that like follow me on social media, they they follow other guys who like King of Juco, like talk about working out, whatever. I don't know if you've seen him. I'm sure you've seen King of Juco. What's oh yeah. Like, what does working out look like for you in the off season compared to in season? Because I got a lot of young guys that play ball that they, they would be interested to hear that stuff. So for me in the off season, I just lift really heavy, and I sit there and just try to work out every part of my body. Obviously, stamina is really big, so I run almost every day. Uh, but like squat, bench, you know, RDLs, everything like that. I try to do it as heavy as I can. So when I get into off season, I don't have to do that. All I have to do is like my body weight and everything just to maintain what I already have. So that way it'll get me through the season because you already play 142 games. So your body's already crushed. So there's no reason to crush it more lifting 
410 on deadlift and then 500 mm. on squat, you know, whatever their max is. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no point in that stuff. So as long as you just get in there and get your body moving, cause that, that's all it is. If you get your body moving and get ready for the game that and it, there's no beating that and it's perfect. So, gotcha. you know, even still some of these kids, like, cause I'm the, one of the older ones of the mm-hmm. group and I see these younger guys come in and I, uh, Hey, you got a lift today. And we go in there and he's benching 325 and I'm just like, Bro, you're gonna be you're gonna be yeah. gassed at the end of yeah. the season. Yeah. And and so I was like, you can't you can't just go in thinking, oh, I got to do this. I got no. Just go in there, do your routine, find a routine, do it, and then everything else will take care of itself, man. He said the preparation was in the off season. The mm, season yeah. now, you just go play. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So so I think that's, that's what's gonna it. help you too, because you seem to just not care about nothing but ball. That's it, man. Yeah. Ball. That's it. That's all I care about. Last thing I have on the kind of on that same note here. Um, how do you balance development versus versus performance? Because obviously you want to perform, move on up, but you, at the same time you want to develop as a player. Um, but then you got to kind of balance that because if you focus and work on one thing too much, then you're not showing that performance side of things. So how do you balance that development versus performance? Uh, with me, it's pretty easy, just because. If I know I want to develop something, I'll just go in and I'll tell my hitting coach, my fielding coach, you know, whoever it is, hey, let's work on this, mm. but also throw in some other stuff so we're not just working on that one thing. So that way it'll keep my brain from like, hey, we got to work on that one thing, and it'll just, keep, it'll just keep on circling. So that way I'll be able to develop but perform at every other uh, opportunity that comes my way. And – so far, it's worked out perfect. I didn't have to overdevelop anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Matt Snyder, my hitting coach last year, we changed my stance just a little bit. I went mm-hmm. from a closed stance to an open stance. And me developing that in game helped me perform. Yeah. Because there's no other way to develop something unless you're playing in the game. Because you can, you can develop something in the cage and be like, oh, man, I'm smashing the ball. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. get into a game and you're not doing anything, then, you know, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, it's yeah. not really much you can do. So. Wow. I mean, it's it's easy but hard. Yeah. You just got to know what you got to develop, and then just go out there and not think about it. Yeah. Because you know? if you start thinking about it, you're gonna mess everything up, yeah. and then you're gonna become like a robot. You can't move. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, that's a that's a great way to end the pod, man. I, uh, Davis, I, I appreciate you coming on the pod, man, and talking about yeah. um, talking with us for the last you know forty five minutes or so. Um, so I appreciate that. Like I'm a big guy, a big Bradshaw fan now. Obviously I'm a Marlins guy. Like they're my second NL team. Like I always say that I've had so many of your teammates on. Um, uh, so obviously I'm going to be following you still pretty closely and all that. But, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on the hot, bro. Hey, thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah. Uh, if you ever had a game or something, you know, reach out to me. I mean, you got my, you got my Twitter or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you my number on my, on your Twitter. So yeah, you yeah. have my number. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if you're ever at a game or anything, you know, we'll meet up, we'll talk. If you want to go out to eat, we're more than welcome. I mean, I'm, I'm cool. Oh, with yeah. That. Yeah, I got, I got this fake foot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting for someone to sign it. So, you know. I, I mean, I mean, I'll sign it. It's a game. I'll sign it. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Um, all right, dude. Hey, we'll let you go. Uh, but, uh, again, we do appreciate you coming, coming on, man. And uh, I might have to get that, that uh, those uh, gamer tags, too, as well. Because uh, I know yeah. Lane, Lane, I'm a big gamer. I don't know. Lane is as well. I'll be doing so, it after this. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely have to Perfect. reach out and grab those.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.